Welcome to the talk show for talkers from irishtalkers.com. Greetings, Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters listeners and friends. You're very welcome to the talk show for talkers here on irishtalkers.com. Our email address is info at irishtalkers.com and you can find us on Facebook as the talk show for talkers. And we welcome your comments, your questions, your feedbacks and indeed your evaluations. You can listen to previous shows from this season and past seasons on irishtalkers.com, which is our website. And we also publish there the Public Speaking Weekly, which is a roundup of links from the internet about Toastmasters, public speaking, confidence, leadership, etc. Just look for the newspaper tab on our website. My name is Moira O'Brien, and I'm joined, as always, by the passionate Paul Omani. Oh, there was a day when I was called pernickety. Yes, I'm, I'm Paul Omani, and listeners, I'm thrilled to be here with you. Well, Paul, I do try each week to, to think of another P, but I didn't want to pee on you. <laughs> no, I think we'll have to cut that. <laughs> I, I do not want that cut. That's genuine, authentic. Uh, that was a table topic about Paul. That was indeed. I like to think of different peas each week just to keep you on your toes. And I know last week I was very rude. I don't usually pee on my toes. <laughs> I want to make that clear. I'm very glad to hear this. Ladies and gentlemen, I do apologise for this rather bawdy beginning to the Talk Show for Talkers this week. But we do love to talk, and that's the trouble, really. Let's bring you up to date with what we plan to do on the show this week. As you know, our show is always split into four parts. The first part, we look at a quote for the week and a word of the week, and this leads to some discussion. In the second part, we either have an interview or, more often than not, it's a link from the internet where hopefully we find something inspirational or interesting or educational and uh, we can discuss it a little bit afterwards. In part three, Paul will be giving us his views, and this week he's going to be talking about Toastmasters and business. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to that one. And in part four, I will be doing what I intended to do last week, but got sidetracked by the new path, engaging humour, and look at uh, new resources that are available on the internet about pathways. So, without... Now, I was nearly in danger You're of using the ado word, <laughs> which I refuse to do, <clears throat> or do, or ado, without prevaricating further and without seeming too curt, I will continue with the quote of the week. And this week, my quote is from a German lady who is called Hannah Arendt, and she says, storytelling reveals meaning without committing the error of defining it. Storytelling reveals meaning without committing the error of defining it. Storytelling is sort of a bit of a, a thing, be in my bonnet at the moment. I'm actually attending the Stage Time University in the United States, which is largely... Uh, about storytelling. So I'm very interested in anything that comes up about storytelling and anything that people say about storytelling. So I found this one 
it made me stop and think a little bit about what it actually means. And well, I, think I, should, what I should hope so, because uh, <laughs> unless you stop and think, I don't know why you're bringing it up. <laughs> well, Paul, I, I'm bringing it up quite simply because it resonated with me. Storytelling reveals, reveals meaning. It does reveal meaning, or it should do, if one tells uh, a story with a purpose. Of course, what a lot of the time we do, we just tell stories for the sake of telling a story without it having any necessarily any moral implication or uh, well wait a minute now look, we tell stories in order to amuse other people and amuse ourselves we tell stories in order to educate people and ourselves yes. we tell stories in order to uh, fill the silence that exists between people if nothing is said so, storytelling has always got a purpose. People may not reveal their purpose, but I've yet to come across somebody who hasn't had a secret and hidden purpose for their story. Sometimes it is to show that they're better than other people. True, but in Toastmasters terms, let's think of it uh, in mm -hmm. that, because to tell a story just for amusement, well, we don't generally speaking do that uh, within Toastmasters, unless that happens to be the purpose of the project. Well, if it's a humorous speech, if we're exactly. deliberately uh, practicing the art of making humorous speeches, it's also a tried and tested way of holding the attention of an audience to tell a story. In fact, it's hard to hold the attention of an audience if you don't tell a story. I agree wholeheartedly, and I, I'm a great one for trying to weave a story into every speech that I give. Hopefully a personal story, but if not a personal story, then a story are, of somebody. Are you going to tell a personal story now? Because this sounds like the big, a speech. Yeah, yeah, it could be, but then, you know, I'd be taking away from the time that we're going to devote to your presentation of the word of the week, and I wouldn't want to overstay my welcome and take up too much of your elaboration on this amazing word which I'm now going to allow you to introduce which was a very long introduction to the word of the week. Listeners I was once recording a podcast with a woman who I didn't know all that well and I desperately wanted to make the podcast really interesting but she spoke in a very direct, uh, sharp, uh, terse, abrupt and snappy manner to me, uh, expressed herself in an ungracious, uncivil and gruff uh, way. In other words, she was quite curt, or so I thought, until I got to know her better. Now, the word of the week, this week, is a very short word. It's a four-letter word, and you know how in Toastmasters we don't use four-letter words. I'm quite sure there are many people nodding to hear this. This word Kurt is not K-U-R-T, as in Kurt Waldheim or some Kurt. Uh, isn't there a famous uh, film star called Kurt Douglas? No, he's Kirk. Oh, he's Kurt. But, yeah. Well, anyway, this is a, a, a word beginning with C for Charlie. C-U-R-T, Kurt. It means brusque, abrupt, snappy, sharp. Tart and laconic, 
and pity. So whenever you need to say that uh, somebody has been rudely brief, curt is the word to use. It is also brief. It carries the meaning of to be brief within the form of the word. And using long words to describe what it's like to be brief is clearly ridiculous. So to be rudely uh, brief, now you're probably saying to yourself, I can't use that word. That, that's a bit insulting. What on earth is the opposite of it? In other words, you're looking for the antonym. I'm always looking for the antonym. And the antonym is not a curt word. It's a long word spelt in a way that most people wouldn't know how to spell it. Um, it's, it's similarly as difficult as synonyms. But anyway, the antonym is expansive. Mm -hmm. And that's what most people I've come across in Toastmasters like to be expansive. Give me a platform. Don't ring the bell. I wish to carry on. Also, Toastmasters is a place where I have experienced considerable politeness. I have yet to come across anybody in Toastmasters in to, that has been rude to my face. I've heard that they say other things about me behind my back, but as far as I'm concerned, they've been polite to my face. And Moira, I think what? they're usually polite to your back as well. Well, <laughs> okay, so, so when's the last time, Moira, that you actually used the word curt? Can you remember? I, Have no, you used I, it in 2019? No. No, what, I, I, I 2018? can't. 2018? No. I would say that I haven't used the word in 20 years. That is why I picked it. I really did, because I said to myself, <coughs> what about a word that nobody uses? That is a terrific Anglo-Saxon word, as indeed many of the short four-letter words in the English language are. I think it's a word that one would be more likely to use in text, in a story, rather than in a conversation. Unless you were saying you were using it as a, a way of rebuking somebody by saying you know, that, that that response was far too curt. It's not a simple thing. It's not a simple word to use in everyday conversation. I have to go and make a speech as the father of the groom fairly soon. And I was thinking that I might start my speech with something like, I've been asked to be curt. You could, yes. I'm afraid that some of the people at the back of the room may mishear and may actually think that the word is pejorative in some way. So I've decided I'm not going to, to start with, I've been asked to be curt. On the other hand, um, brief and pithy, are acceptable, but to be uncivil when making a speech at a wedding, because Kurt does not simply mean succinct. That's the no, kicker. It, it generally means yeah, rudeness, a kind yes, of rudeness, yes. a sort of a yes, a curt, a curt retort. Yes, yes, a curt yes. retort. Yes. I found a wonderful sentence in relation to. Uh, Kurt, because the people will be wondering now, uh, what, you know, how do you, what would the word be in context? And it said that Moira asked me to stop being curt and to start being succinct. Very good. And on that note, 
we will bring this part of the show to a close. Do come back for part two, when we're going to be looking again at some tips on storytelling. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every Friday afternoon at 4pm Dublin time. Check on our website, irishtalkers.com, for more information.